Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking four smart money tips for your tax return. So some of you probably have filed your tax return while others of you may be dragging your heels a little bit. Um, It feels like every year I end up filing an extension. Um, And so it's, it's primarily because I don't get all my documents and paperwork together. So if you're in that position and you've got to file an extension, no worries. 
you have until October 15th to file your actual return. However, that doesn't mean you have till October 15th to pay whatever you owe, right? So even if you owe money, you still got to ante up the money by April 18th. We have a few extra days this year because of the way the 15th falls. So tax day actually isn't until uh, April 18th. So hopefully you are, um, you know, planning some something fun to do with your return because I think that, you know, uh, especially with social media and a lot of articles that you read, like we kind of get in this, this, I don't know, it's like a funk, right? Almost that we have to be completely debt free, that we can't have any fun with our money, that, you know, we almost have to be like these robotic people with our money and pay everything off and, and live like, you know, as minimalist as possible. And, you know, I've, I've always sort of been anti that position. And I think, you know, especially lately, I've, I've just read a ton of articles, I think over the last month or so about people who have, you know, adopted that, that lifestyle of living completely debt-free, that that is the most responsible way to do life. And again, I will say this so many times. So please don't like misinterpret my words. I think it's great to be debt-free. I mean, that is a great goal, like not to owe anybody any money. That is, that is freaking amazing. You know, if you pay off your student loans or you pay off your house or you pay off your car, like that is reason to celebrate, right? That took some like sweat and, 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 um, investment for you to be able to do that. But I think, you know, getting like sucked in the vortex of really having to live your entire life debt-free, that's really where I have a problem. I, I just read this article the other day by somebody who, um, you know, was following a certain somebody in the financial world and, uh, their whole motto is, is debt-free living debt-free. And so, like she literally killed herself to be debt free, right? They had a house, they paid off the house. I mean, they just they lived this this sort of minimalist life. Well, it got to the point where she was having another baby and they needed they just needed a bigger house. And so, you know, her and her husband, they were young, right? I'm talking like late twenties, early thirties. Her and her husband were talking about, well, well, what should we do? Like, we need more space. And he's like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I want to buy a bigger house and I don't care how much debt it is. And so they actually fought. They had to go to marriage counseling. I mean, this was like a big deal, right? Because she had gotten so um, kind of like, like a military style about spending, like every cent was so calculated that there was no fun left. And what she really realized was that she was debt free. Yes. But she wasn't actually living a life and it was causing all of these problems. So they bought a new house. They immediately got, you know, $250,000 in debt, but she did smart things, right? So she figured out, well, instead of paying my mortgage 30 years, let me pay it off in 15 years. So she wasn't killing herself. She wasn't in this like rat race to be debt free, but she was still like making a smart money decision. And I think that's really where the balance needs to be because it's so easy to try and kill ourselves. Like, you know, to pay off our student loans in two years and, you know, to pay cash for our car and to pay off our mortgage in five years. But again, like I always tell you, like money is not linear. It just doesn't work that way. And you may go through your whole life and you may be able to be debt free. And they that may be 
an amazing story for you, but I'm here to tell you that that 99.999% of the people that I work with, that I know, um, that I uh, coach, that I speak to, you name it, that's just not the case, right? There's there's something that that comes along, some blip that comes along, and it it just causes you to have to have debt. So I think instead of us like walking around feeling like we're inadequate if we're if we have debt, right? Like we're feeling like guilty and stressed out. Like I think we just need to own it a little bit. Yeah, I have debt. Yeah. This is where I am in my life. However, I'm being smart about that debt, right? So I'm paying it off the best way I can. Um, I'm trying my hardest not to like put more debt on top of that debt. And and I, I'm knowing my numbers every month. And yeah, sometimes I go over budget, but who cares, right? I think that's like a much better place to be. So I wanted to approach that thinking a little bit with talking about your tax return because Again, it, it's it's like people get sucked in this vortex that if you get you know five thousand back for your tax return, you should immediately put five thousand dollars on your credit cards and pay off your debt. And while that's great, and that's I, I'm not knocking you. I mean, maybe that is the smartest decision. I don't know. Like, there's an asterisk mark with this because I don't know you and I don't know your individual situation, so I can't blanket statement anything. But you know, if you take that five thousand dollars and you pay off debt, you've yes, you've got $5,000 less of debt, but you know, have you done any of the other smart money moves? I mean, do you have an emergency fund? Um, are you saving for retirement? Are you using a little bit of that money to have fun? Are you putting some of that money towards, you know, your kid's college if you if you have a little one right now? Uh, what are you doing with that money other than just getting rid of the debt? And again, if getting rid of the debt makes most sense for you, do it. Do it all day long, right? But if not, if you've not done some of the like really basic and yet super duper important like financial steps that I talk about on the podcast, then start there. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. 
And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Right. Start with your emergency fund. Start funding that. Just get yourself a cash account because you're going to need it. (laughs) At some point in time, you're going to need it. Right. Um, But I wanted to bring you, you know, a few kind of other ways of thinking about your tax return. So tip number one is, you know, take whatever stash of money you have and fund your 401k up to the match. Remember, the match that your company is offering you is free money. And it is absolutely um, silly for you. I was going to say like a much stronger word. Let's go with silly. Silly sounds good, right? It's silly for you not to put money in your 401k up to the match. Because it's they're doubling. They're giving you. A, it's like going to Baskin Robbins, and you're paying for one scoop, and they're giving you another scoop. It's just a win all day long, right? So if you're if you're having trouble putting enough money in your 401k up to the match, and you're getting a really large refund, put it there. You know, not only do you get, uh, not only does it lower your taxable income, but you're getting that that match. So that's a great great place you know, to start to fund you. And this is, this is money going to help you in the future. And I think that we don't think about that enough, right? Like we pay every, everybody else, but I want you to pay yourself. Think about yourself. If you don't work for a company or if they don't have a match in your money, you can still put it in the 401k. You can open an IRA for yourself. Maybe you could put it into a Roth, um, you know, you, there's lots of other ways you can, you can quote unquote fund yourself. You can put up to 5,500 in an IRA or a Roth in 2017. So put the money there or put a portion of the money there. Also, if you have a health savings account, 
These are brilliant, right? It's a place for you to put tax-deductible money that you can use towards your health care, and then when you retire down the line, you can use that money towards retirement. Fund your HSA account, right? Or fund, again, fund a portion of it. Um, but but do something that actually helps propel you forward. And again, not that paying off debt does not help propel you forward. So don't mistake me with this, right? But I'm saying if you put some of the money into a 401k, an IRA, a Roth, a HSA, whatever it may, whatever it may be, the opportunity for it to compound and grow larger and be more beneficial for you is is the win, right? That's what we're looking for. All right, number two. So this is just another way to kind of think about paying off debt. So put extra amount, and it's a question mark how much ever it is for you in your situation, per month on your student loan. So let's look at an example, right? Um, so I had someone ask me, you know, does it really make a difference if I got, you know, $2,400 back in my tax return and I put $200 a month on my student loan extra. Does it really make a difference? Well, let's look at it. So if you had $35,000 in student loan debt with a 5.7% interest rate, your payment would be $383 for 10 years to pay that off, right? If you took an extra $200 a month, you would cut your loan down to 5.9 years to repay. That is significant. You're almost cutting it in half. It takes the total paid from 45960 to 41301 So you're saving there about, oh, roughly four or $5,000. So it doesn't have to be $200 for you. It could be $50 or $100. It could be $500. Whatever it is, it's got to be a mouth that could, you know, comfy. Is comfy in your budget. Is comfy. can sit there. You can pay it every month. You're not going to freak out about it. You're not going to get, like, that impulse to, like, I don't know if I should. Should I push the button to pay the extra amount? I don't know. I've been there. (laughs) And I've done that, right? So just put it on auto deduct. So you take the decision out of you, out of your hands, but make sure that you can actually pay that amount. But um, over at Student Loan Hero, I love their calculator. They've got this great calculator where you can uh, put in how much extra you want to pay. And then it will show you, you know, how significant it could be in your loan. It's a great way, like if, let's say you get, you know, $3,000 back and you're like, well, I want to pay extra towards my student loans, but I don't want to put all the $3,000 on it now, right? So put the $3,000 in your high yield savings account that's earning interest and then each month divvy out a little amount toward your student loan. You know, maybe you could actually find, you know, an extra 50 bucks or so in your budget to add on top of this. So it starts to become more powerful and it doesn't feel like you're giving up that whole $3,000 all in one fellow swoop, right? Okay, number three, it's still a good time. Low uh, Rates are still low. We're probably going to have another rate increase this year and then we're probably going to have a couple more next year. So they're going to really start ticking up. But while they're still low, it's a great time for you to put a down payment on a new car if you need to, to take advantage of these really low interest rates. Because once they're gone, probably after uh, 2018, 2019, they're not going to come back really soon. Now, they're not going to go from, you know, 2% to 10% 
overnight. That's not going to happen. It's going to be a very gradual incline. If, if it went overnight, uh, the economy would freak out. <laughs> and so that's why they don't do it that way. So it's these little gradual baby steps. But when you put a down payment on a car, when you're buying a car, you also have more negotiating leverage room. So you have the ability to say, you know, um, I've got $5,000 to put down. I've got a trade-in worth, I don't know, $7,000, whatever. You pick the number, right? And so the more money and more cash you kind of have up front, I have found the more negotiating power you have. And this varies depending on the car, depending on the dealership, depending on the time of year and the time of day. And I don't know whether it's 70 degrees out or 50. I don't know. You get what I'm going at, right? But you do have the ability to negotiate a little bit more versus if you walk in and you're like, well, I have no money down. I have nothing to trade in and I need a new car right? You, you just don't have as much oomph as the person who's got a little cash to put in. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Now, 
is dumping all that cash in a car the smartest decision? Well, you could argue, you, we, we could argue back and forth on that, right? If you have no emergency fund, probably not. It's probably not a great idea because if you don't know this, like literally the second that you buy a new car and you sign your little name on the documents and get in your car and you're so ecstatic because it smells like heaven in the car and then you go to drive off the lot, you lose value on your car. Like the minute, the minute your, your front wheels go bloop, over the little, uh, what, driveway? Driveway. That's what I'm looking for. You, you lose value in your car, right? So, you know, cars are not the most, um, they're not they're not the best asset to have. They just depreciate and they're worth nothing in a few years. And then when you go to trade them in, you don't really get anything for your trade-in. But if you need a new car, you know, it's all about doing it, doing it smartly, right? Okay. Number four, so if you own a home and you have something called a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, a great tip with your refund, again, it's sort of the same as the student loan payment, is to really supercharge the payoff with extra payments. And this can help to counteract interest rate hikes because a home equity line, in case you don't know, it's what's considered a second uh, mortgage. So you have your, your primary, your first mortgage on your property, and then you can have this HELOC that kind of stands behind it that helps make out make up your total loan balance. Well, home equity line of credit is kind of like, um, it's almost a little bit like a credit card, right? It's got an interest rate that moves up and moves down. And with prime going up, your HELOC interest rate's going to start ticking up. And so again, it's not going to go from, you know, 5% to 10% overnight, but it is going to start ticking up over the next few years. And, you know, I would guess by the end of 2018, like you're going to look at your payment and be like, ooh, um, that's a little bit higher than it was before. And that is kind of the risk that you take with a home equity line of credit. However, if you start dumping extra cash on it and you start supercharging the payoff, a couple of things happen, right? So um, you're getting rid of the payment faster. You're cutting down the amount of years, uh, but then you're also freeing up some capital, potentially depending on what type of home equity line of credit you have that you could use if you get in an emergency, right? So it, it doesn't doesn't vanish. But you know, it, when you're dealing with anything where um, when you're dealing with anything where there's a variable rate attached. So if your student loans are the same way, if you chose that variable payment option because it looked prettier and lower and cheaper and better on the outside, just know that in an interest environment that we're in where things are increasing, your payment is also going to start blipping up. And so you really need to be aware of that and you need to be able to make that payment fit in your budget, right? So if you're really like tight on your budget, I would suggest doing whatever you can, like really evaluating your spending and and figuring out how you can make this work or thinking about possibly refinancing your student loans into a fixed rate. I am a fixed rate junkie. I owned a home that I sold and I used to um, do business consulting to mortgage and real estate agents. And so I have seen what happens in these situations when um, everything's going great 
and variable rates are really low, but then when they start ticking up, how can really pinch your budget? So I just don't ever want you to be in that particular situation. I just want you to be, you know, super smart with your with your spending, with your budget, and just be a little bit on top of it. That's why these kind of weekly check-ins, these money dates, even with yourself, are really important because it helps you get ahead of things so you don't get like backed into a corner and then you're like, well, crap, now how do I figure this out, right? That's kind of the worst place to be. Although you may be there several times in your life, I'm not going to lie to you, right? Um, again, like I just, I get so mad at people who try to paint this picture that if you follow these however many steps that your your financial life is going to be easy and and I shouldn't say easy easy not the word but that you're going to have it all under control and it's just not reality i mean it's just it just doesn't work that way right um maybe if you lived in some like super isolated place maybe it might work that way, but I just, I've just have never in the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that I've worked with over the last uh, 11 years, I've never seen that be the case. So I just want to be super real with you and tell you the reality of, of life. You know, sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not so great. Sometimes it's great for a really, 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 really long time. And that's awesome. Like if you're in that situation, man, you are in an awesome position, you know, make smart money moves know what you got, know what you're spending, don't get lazy about it. Because also what happens is when things start going good, what happens, right? We get lazy about it. We're like, well, I don't need to watch my budget. I don't need to, I don't need to watch what I'm spending. I can spend an extra 100 here or 50 here. But it's not a big deal, right? And then the money starts like evaporating. And I don't know if you've ever had this situation yet in life where you'll let's take your tax return, right? You get this like $5,000 you put in your bank account and it is vaporized and you don't know where it went. So the first tip, I should have actually said this in the beginning, is whatever you get on your tax return, immediately move it over to your savings account. Get it outside of your bank account because if it's in your bank account, it's going to go in that like deep dark hole that that extra money goes and we can't find it. <laughs> so move it out, move it into your savings account, get it in there and then come up with your strategy, come up with your plan of what you want to do, all right? So these are just four kind of different tips uh, to talk about what to do with your tax return. And hopefully you've got your strategy all in place. You're going to have a little bit of fun because I want you to have a little bit of fun because it is life. We only do this thing one time. So we kind of got to do it right. Um, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game, Instagram at millennial underscore money. 